It is Friday, the 30th of April, 2021. I didn't feel like recording yesterday, so you're getting a show today. <laughs> and that show is the Handsome Genius Club Radio. Hey kids, welcome to the show. My name is Kingdom, Anthony Kingdom James. I, um, I'm trying to figure out where Chloe just went. She was near me, and then I started recording, and I guess that pissed her off. Oh, no, no, she's, I can hear her drinking water. Okay, anyways. <laughs> yeah, seriously, uh, yesterday I just felt like going to bed. I, we, uh, we did the, uh, the backyard wrestling stream on Twi uh, Twitch with John Greed. And, uh, you know, I just decided, you know, I'm going to go to bed. Um, of course, the silly thing about that is that Thursday, that was Wednesday night, Thursday night, um, I have, uh, I have dogs playing poker. So, I, I delayed because of three hours of or, or two hours of uh, 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 backyard wrestling, and then I I walk into three hours of poker, and now I gotta now I gotta record two episodes because I gotta do the Patreon episode too. Fuck. Anyways, oh, speaking of Patreon, <laughs> I had a Twix bar, so I'm all full of sugary energy that my body can't actually um, process. Yay, type 2 diabetes. Um, speaking of Patreon, <laughs> we have to welcome aboard a new patron. Yeah, we're up to eight. Uh, <laughs> and shame on you if you're not one of those eight. How dare you? Dramatic pause. Um, yeah. Uh, Jordan Yates, scumbag Yates, little pooker. Has, uh, has succumbed to guilt and, <laughs> and he has, uh, he has subscribed to the Patreon. Thank you very much, Jordan. Yeah, I, I appreciate it, man. And, uh, let me tell you something, kids. For the love of God, you know, you're listening to the show. You really should subscribe to the Patreon. It's as little as two bucks American a month. Come on. Help your Uncle Kingdom. Uh, you know, the goal here is to get up to a hundred patrons. I want to get to a hundred. And for as little as two bucks a month, you can do that. And hey, you know, be a mensch. <laughs> So uh yes, Scumbag Yates. We're gonna have to get uh we're gonna have to get Yates on a on an episode of the show. Uh there is too much going on with that guy to not have him on an episode and uh and and dissect that that man. So uh you've you've been warned. It it it's coming soon. Maybe next Friday's episode. Next Friday's uh, Patreon episode. Yeah, let's do that. This is I'm you're booked, Yates. 
<laughs> you're booked. Uh, Ontario independent professional wrestler, Scumbag Yates. Uh, let's see. Uh, today we're gonna do uh, we're gonna do nerd news. As a matter of fact, I haven't done this for a while, so let's let's play the theme. Nerd, 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 nerd. Time for the news. Time for the news. Time for the news. Time for the news. Nerd. Let's start with everybody's friend, Joe Rogan. He's not a friend of mine. He's he's actually you know I used to I I really used to like Joe Rogan I liked him on uh, I liked him on news radio that's it really I liked him on news radio I briefly was a listener to his podcast I'm not gonna lie because you know he's he is a he he's a funny stand up you know it's not I couldn't tell you a Joe Rogan bit. You know, it's not like Dave Chappelle or uh, or Bill Hicks or Doug Stanhope or George Carlin or, you know, a million other comics. But I know, you know, if 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 I was watching Joe Rogan stand up, I'd be laughing. Um, nothing enduring about the guy. And I did listen to the podcast for a while and I got quickly bored of it. And, and I've talked about. My feelings about Joe Rogan uh, more than once. He's in a category with guys for me like uh, Bill Maher. Um, just, you know, just too fucking arrogant uh, to to give a shit about their opinions when you really listen to them and you, you, have, you have some ability uh, for uh, critical thought of your own and you listen to the guy. He's a raging jagoff. He's a fucking he's a douche. Okay? He's a misogynist at time. Well, I, listen, I'm not going to categorize. I'm not let's not because then I got to defend that. I retract that. I just think he's an arrogant douche, all right? Here's here's what I here's what I will say. Earlier this week, he went on a little uh one of his little fucking monologues um diatribes about uh coronavirus vaccines and how young healthy people shouldn't get them and um he he just came off like a complete asshole and he got taken a task for it well here from um from cnn business because remember here's a guy he's got a hundred million dollar contract from spotify there's a reason he moved to austin Okay, he moved to Austin because uh, because Spotify threw so much money at him that he could go wherever he wanted. And so he's just going to go keep Austin weird, right? Joe Rogan, Spotify's top podcast host, responded to the controversy surrounding his controversy. I throw in an H in there surrounding his remarks that healthy young people should not get the COVID vaccine on Thursday's episode of his podcast, a snippet of which was posted to YouTube. And I watched it. Uh, Rogan brought up how the white house, including Dr. Anthony Fauci addressed and disagreed with his comments. Quote, <laughs> I don't, I don't have a Joe Rogan impression, but, but to quote him, I want to start every sentence with, Duh. 
I'm not an anti-vax person, Rogan said. In fact, I said I believe they're safe and I encourage many people to take them. My parents were vaccinated. What the fuck? Uh, I just said, I don't think if you're a young, healthy person, you need it. Okay, so again, you're a moron. Their argument was you need it for other people, Rogan continued. But that's a different argument. That's a different conversation. You're 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 a complete idiot, and that's that's the problem. Rogan went into this whole thing about how he's a moron, and um, uh, you know he's not a doctor. Oh, really? You're not a doctor? He says here, I'm not a doctor. Rogan said, I'm not a respected source of information, even for me. And he he spent minutes talking about how stupid he is and how you know he disagrees with himself. But here's the thing, man. Here's the thing. What you're basically saying is there, there's no integrity at all to my thought. You're not doing stand-up. You're hosting this talk show. Oh, hi. Oh, Chloe meowed. Chloe's not very vocal. When she is, I always wonder what could possibly be wrong. Um, Joe Rogan. There's a break in the train of thought. Um... He's, he's, he's not always, he's not just interviewing other comics. It's not just him and Joey Coco Diaz talking shit about the good old days, you know, or talking shit about, uh, somebody stealing jokes in a club or, you know, this broad or that broad. (laughs) I almost went into my Coco Diaz, but we're talking about Joe Rogan. So when you have political figures on, like, I mean, this asshole has interviewed presidents okay so have some have some integrity you can say that you're not a journalist but in in a, in a lot of ways what joe rogan is doing is journalism it's at least the edges of it and if he is going to uh sit there for uh in, in in front of a microphone and broadcast to millions millions of people then he should be saying something he fucking believes in because it's not it this is you know it's the conversation that the the the, the, the now kind of a, it's becoming kind of a cliche now the um uh, we can disagree about Star Trek and still be friends. We can't disagree upon uh, vaccines and racism and policing. And, you know, those are things that those are things that go beyond the we can agree to disagree level. Okay. And Joe Rogan is telling people. Not to get vaccinated. You don't need to get vaccinated. Well, you do, motherfucker. Everybody does. For their own health, for the health of those people around them, and for society in general. And one of the things that I said the other day, uh, I, I may have tweeted this, I may have said it on social media, I know I've said it to a few people in person, is that one of the important things about getting vaccinated is... Um, we're trying to choke the virus 
off before and 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 this is already happening before it mutates into something deadlier every person to person transmission is an opportunity for the virus to mutate into something worse and deadlier so that you know when you hear about south african vir- uh, variants and uk variants these are new forms of the covid-19 virus that are that are more infectious, more harmful, and we might be putting we might be at risk of creating a variant or, de, or a variant developing that the vaccine that we're all counting on right now that we're all scrambling to get that so many of us are scrambling to get might not be effective against it so that we create a deadlier pandemic and we go into lockdown again a deeper lockdown and that's why it's also important for governments like doug ford's to fucking get the lockdowns right you've doug ford the premier of ontario has created a situation where both the maskers and the anti-maskers the the the, the vaccine proponents and the anti-vaxxers every side is against him every side is rebelling against what uh the, the the lockdowns and the emergency measures that his government is imposing that's not good it's going to take science and government and the, the people all of us society in general the entire populace coming together and doing different parts taking different responsibilities to rid ourselves of the virus anyways uh so joe rogan i do not care for your apology what i care to see is um how do you handle it the next time something a guy who a guy who doesn't think that young people should get the vaccine but will sell you some bullshit chemical compound called alpha brain so maybe if Pfizer and Moderna and Johnson and Johnson and AstraZeneca maybe if the, the pharmaceutical companies were to come together and throw a little cash in a pot and sponsor a few episodes of the Joe Rogan experience maybe then this stupid dunce moron idiot nice and redundant thank you uh can't say enough synonyms for what a, what a ridiculous idiot he is Maybe then, maybe with some pharmaceutical money, maybe then he'd promote the vaccine to everybody because that's what he's there for. He's, he's there. He's a shill. He is, there's, there's zero, zero integrity to Joe Rogan. Zero integrity to Joe Rogan. If you're getting your information from Joe Rogan, you're doing life wrong. He is a fucking clown. All right. Enough of Joe Rogan. (laughs) When he says he's a fucking moron, he's not joking. Uh, Let's see. From TMZ, 
Jeopardy winner's alleged white power gesture. Past players, past players pissed. Say that three times fast. But he denies it. Kelly Donahue. Look at this homunculus. Um, yeah, he gave a white power salute. I'm looking at I'm looking at the film the film here. I um I haven't been watching Jeopardy this year. Um, I watched a couple of episodes with uh, what's his name. The, the the idiot who was guest hosting the uh, the the the, the all time guy I can't think of his name all of a sudden I'm still fired up about uh, Joe Rogan I, I'll start watching Jeopardy again uh, when Lavar Burton is the host I'll watch the week that he's guest host and then in the fall hopefully they do the right thing and he's permanent host uh, a Jeopardy winner. Flashing a hand gesture associated with white power groups is outraging hundreds of past players who are calling out their beloved game show. But he insists they've got him all wrong. A group of, get this, 467 former Jeopardy contestants issued an open letter Wednesday demanding a statement and a disavowal of the actions of Kelly Donahue who it accuses of racist messaging either intentionally or unintentionally on two separate occasions this week. According to... Yeah, it's... It's pretty obvious. Hey, Chloe. Um, Donahue insists his hand signal was simply to indicate he'd won three games. In fact... Thursday morning, he posted a long response to the backlash saying, I deeply regret this terrible misunderstanding i never meant to hurt a soul and i assure you i am no friend of racists or white supremacists even if that's true the past players are still pissed jeopardy allowed the gesture to air without censoring it and they point to a past example a couple of years ago a contestant unintentionally wagered a monetary amount that used numerical values co-opted by white supremacist groups and since the total didn't affect the outcome of the game, Jeopardy digitally altered the numbers in the version that aired. It should also be noted that Donahue held up one and two fingers after his first and second wins, seemingly supporting his explanation that there was no hate behind it. Okay, I'll accept that explanation. But I uh, I also stand, I'll stand by what... This petition from the former uh, from the former players is saying there is no way to look at this gesture and not realize this is a white supremacist gesture. You you, you got to do something about it, and it's it should be an easy edit. Uh, it should also be noted that Donahue, yeah, okay. Uh, even so, the former contestants believe it was on the production team to similarly catch Donahue's gesture and make an edit. The letter also alleges Kelly responded to a clue on Monday with a term for the Romani culture that's considered a slur. Okay, well, we know what that is. Starts with a G. Um, also, with demand, oh, excuse me, along with demanding the show publicly repudiate Donahue's actions, they say, quote, we hope to see changes made so that future mistakes of this magnitude never make it to air. I'm fine, but I'm fine with all of that. Yeah. Uh, okay. 
I said we're going to get nerd news. Let's get into more nerd nerdy news. Uh, Stargirl, the CW announces season two's premiere date. Very nice. Um, as you know, as we've talked about, we talked about last year as the show was being prepared. Uh, Stargirl, this incarnation of Stargirl was co-created by our friend Lee Motor. Um, and, uh, the TV show is the only one of the DC shows on the WB that, or the CW, whatever, uh, the WB, uh, on the CW that I'm watching. I've, I've, well, I watched a couple episodes of, uh, Superman and Lois. I'll, I'll, I'll watch some more of that. Um, Stargirl will be returning Tuesday, August 10th at 8 p.m., followed by an original episode of Superman and Lois at 9 p.m. Unlike season one, which saw new episodes of Stargirl air on DC Universe before the CW, season two will air exclusively on the CW. Does DC, does the DC Universe service still exist? <laughs> I thought they, thought they killed that already. Uh, and, uh, blah, blah, blah. Stargirl follows the, oh. Okay, sorry. Stargirl follows the adventures of Courtney Whitmore, a high school student who discovers the cosmic staff of Starman and uses it to lead a new generation of superheroes. For the second season, Courtney will face off against Eclipso, an ancient... Such a silly name. Um, no less silly than Starro, the Conqueror. An ancient life form trapped in a blue gem that was controlled by the Injustice Society of America. However, the diamond was stolen by Cindy in season one, so it's only a matter of time before he starts causing trouble. Eclipso feeds off human humanity's flaws, grief, and fear and uses them to his advantage. He was created by Bob Haney. Hiccup. Oh. Bob Haney and Lee Elias and made his first comic appearance in House of Secrets 61, August 1963. Uh, let's see. Okay, well, that's nice, but, uh, uh, however, Courtney won't be alone. When she confronts these new beings, she will be joined by Jakeem Thunder, the new wielder of the Thunderbolt pen. Uh, the new season will also see Arrowverse star John Wesley Ship reprising his role as Jay Garrick for flashback scenes during his time with the original Justice Society of America. There is no mention of either, uh, of either Lee or Jeff Johns in this article. How do y'all like them apples? Huh. Jim Gaffigan is going to be doing the voice of Thunderbolt. Uh. <laughs> okay. Um, moving on. Masters of the Universe. Noah Centineo. Whoever the hell that is. Noah Centineo is reportedly no longer playing He-Man. In Sony's planned reboot of Masters of the Universe. Uh, Sony and Mattel... Per an exclusive report from Collider. To all the boys I've loved before star, Noah Centineo is no longer slated to play Prince Adam slash He-Man in the new Masters of the Universe film. Rumors that Centineo had been cast as the new He-Man began circulating around two years ago with the actor confirming his involvement during an interview with Boo, Jimmy Fallon, Boo, in April 2019. 
However, according to Collider, a representative for Centineo now says the actor is no longer attached to that project. Eh, I still don't know who the guy is. I'm looking at a photo of him, and I have no idea who he is. <laughs> Yikes. Um, what else we got here? Oh, Invincible. My God. Oh, just finished watching. Uh, before I started recording, I watched the... Uh, Season finale for Invincible, episode eight. And it was so good. They've done such a good job adapting the comics, turning them, remixing the storylines into something uh, fresh and new. You know, playing, you know, playing, uh, playing around with the timeline that uh, is established in the comics and in a very fun way. And, uh, yeah, my God, if you have Amazon Prime, please go watch this thing. I uh, I might want to do a Amazon watch party of, of, of some of this at some point. Maybe someday we'll do a marathon where we just blow through all eight episodes on a Saturday or something. Um, hmm, could I could I could I withstand a 24 hour stream on Twitch? Fuck. If we do, then part of it is definitely going to be shotgunning uh, Invincible. Uh, well, here's the good news for today is uh, Amazon has greenlit seasons two and three. That's at least a 16 episode order. Uh, looks like Amazon Prime's in the animated Invincible universe will have Mark Grayson, a.k.a. Invincible, to kick and punch and stab and shoot and hit with large objects. Around a little longer with comic book co-creator and series EP Robert Kirkman, he of The Walking Dead, confirming the popular series will be returning for a new season. Wait, I'm sorry, what's that? This is the way it's written, sorry. That's not enough for you? Uh, okay, how about Amazon Prime renewing the adaptation for a second and third season? As you're about to see in the following key gra- key art graphic, and that's exactly what happened on Thursday, Invincible is a crowning example of how a fresh and edgy approach to the superhero genre can resonate with audiences around the globe. Uh, yeah, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> What's important is two more seasons. Um... And it's got such a great voice cast. If you haven't watched it, go out of your way to watch it. It's so good. So damn good. Um, what else we got here? Oh, here's something silly. Fucking Doug Ford. He of the current uh, uh, COVID isolation. <laughs> Doug Ford. Doug Ford's such a piece of shit. This guy comes out last Friday bitching and moaning and crying because people are not last Monday, uh, last Friday. Uh, was it last Friday? Uh, yeah, whatever. He comes out bit, uh, crying because people are mean to him because of uh, because they didn't like um, they don't like the lockdowns and they don't like his sick days and. He tried to give the cops extra power, Gestapo powers, and people just don't like that somehow. Giving the cops the right to stop you and fucking question you 
because they don't they don't know where you're going. Ah, I wonder who that power is going to get used against uh, disproportionately. Well, anyways, one of the things he did last week was promise that uh, Ontario was going to get a, a sick days a worker sick days program um, put into law. And and he said it was going to be the best in North America. And then a couple of days later, he tried to foist that idea off on the federal government. And then a couple of days after that, uh, they announced their plan. And it's going to be three days. You're going to get Ontario workers will be entitled to three paid sick days a year. The. The, the isolation period for COVID is, uh, you know, much longer than that. But no, 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 no. You do what you got to do, Doug. Well, during his isolation, he's still getting paid, um, over $800 a day on his salary. Something that, uh, something that no other worker in Ontario could legally ask for. And while he's been out, guess what, kids? Here's the headline from BlogTO. Doug Ford settles with makers of film about his brother after $10 million lawsuit. So the rich keep getting richer. And yeah, Doug Ford came into the political life rich. His family uh, is in the uh, pulp and paper industry. He, you know, he was born, he was born with tens of millions of dollars to swaddle him at night. <laughs> he just, while he's at home hiding from the media and collecting his uh, government salary, uh, <laughs> he settles a $10 million lawsuit. Fuck Doug Ford, man. Fuck Doug Ford. June, I'll keep saying it. June 3rd, 2022. That's the scheduled next provincial election in Ontario. And if, if, if he gets reelected, just burn the province to the ground. Just burn it to the ground. Burn it to the ground. Start again. Tear it down and build something better in its place. Because if, if, if people fool me once, Shame on you. Fool me twice. Shame on me. If the people of this province are fooled, can see him fucking up the coronavirus lockdowns, fucking up sick days, fucking up education, fucking up health care. Like there's not you cannot tell me one uh, good thing Doug Ford has done. I, I can't think of a good thing Doug Ford has done. Um. Hey, if you know of something, let me know. We'll talk about it. <laughs> if he gets elected to a second term, there's no hope for, for humanity. There's no, nobody's paying attention. There's no critical thinking. <sighs> We're at 31. Uh, is there anything? Oh, yeah. Here's one last thing. Here's a big nerd thing that I'm real fucking excited about. Um... A press release from Informa Canada, from Informa, I shouldn't say Informa Canada, they're, they're international, right? They just announced 
Fan Expo San Francisco to debut in the fall of 2022 at the Moscone Center in San Francisco. Uh, today, Fan Expo HQ announced plans to add to its growing roster of Comic-Con events with the addition of a new event, Fan Expo San Francisco, launching fall 2022 at the renowned Moscone Center. Uh, fans should expect a world-class... Yeah, okay, well, you know, all the all the stuff, all the things. All the things and all the stuff. Um, so they've added, they've added Denver. They're adding San Francisco, which... Shit. I mean, I love San Francisco. Uh, I, I look forward to going back. I look very much forward to going back now. Um, this, it's, this is fantastic. I, you know, I'm looking forward to Comic Cons after, uh, after getting vaccinated, fully vaccinated, and, and the world starts again. And, um, and damn it. This is, this is just another, another beautiful thing, another great destination. I still have people in San Francisco, so. All right, that's going to do it. Um, I got to go record a second podcast. I'm going to talk about, uh, here, here, speaking of the Patreon, um, here's a couple of things I'm going to talk about on, on, on the Patreon exclusive episode, which is, you know, why you should uh, definitely subscribe. One of many reasons you should definitely subscribe to the Patreon. Patreon.com slash my name is kingdom, by the way. Um, a little update on some comic book stuff. Uh, gonna talk about the poker game from tonight, <laughs> from last night, Thursday night. Um, probably talk about this cat a little, as I am wont to do. When's the last time I did an episode and I didn't talk about the cat? <laughs> She's flat on her back playing with, uh, with the streamer toy. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know, stuff like that. I was thinking about reading a, um... Choose your own adventure book. I might do that instead. Yeah. Where's the choose your own adventure book? Oh, it's over on the table. Yeah. Yeah. I might do all that shit. Anyways. <laughs> That's it for today. Uh, so if you're not subscribed to the Patreon, which you should be, we've established, we've fully established, firmly established, that you should be subscribed to the Patreon. Do it now. Do it today. Um, uh, if you're not, then I will talk to you again on Monday. And uh, yeah. So in the meantime and in between time, kids, take care of yourselves. Take care of one another. Find some good trouble to get into. Your Uncle Kingdom loves you.